All right. Yeah. You yes. ready? No. Yeah. Here we do go. Do it anyway. Ah. There it is. Welcome to yet another episode of Show Center, the Air Show podcast. I'm out of work air show announcer Matt Jolly, joined as always by my two fellow out of work air show announcers, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Welcome, guys. We're glad to I'm be not, here. now doing weddings, by the way. You know, wedding <laughs> yeah. MC. I am a bill. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get a pastor's license so I can actually conduct the weddings and charge Great. a fee. And Matt will play the organ. That's right. In the church. So all three of us together now have formed the wedding company. That's right. The wedding company. There. We'll also do tent revivals or, or yeah, whatever you need. Yeah. We've got you covered there with Pastor We're Rob ready. and the gang. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, so, it is a it is a good morning here, and there's a lot of news actually floating around in prop wash today. And yes. uh, Rick, I know you're just uh, you're just clamoring uh, to get uh, the prop wash segment on. So we'll uh, we'll just run right into it. How about that? All righty, let's do it. Prop wash. These are kind of headlines within the industry worldwide, uh, and uh, the CF-18 Hornet demonstration team in Canada has pretty much called it quits for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, we didn't even get a look at the, uh, I feel bad for the pilot. Hopefully the pilot will be next year. And it seems that way. And, uh, the theme, uh, the paint of course, wasn't going to be the entire jet this year. It was just going to be the tails and, uh, we're not going to see any of that, but the CF 18 demonstration team will not perform this year. And they promise they will be back next year. And uh, the Snowbirds investigation uh, preliminary report has come out where they're looking at a bird strike. And uh, they're also continuing uh, their investigation uh, into the ejection system. And uh, we'll, we'll know in due time what happened there. But that, uh, that takes its time inching along. And uh, meanwhile, over in Europe, the Frecci Tricolori have decided that they're going on a five-day, 21-city tour of recovery over Italy uh, in the hopes of making what they call the world's longest tricolori, in other words, the longest flag with their smoke. And they have gone over some of the iconic places in uh, Rome and, and over Italy, and it's uh, it's been spectacular. And the Red Arrows announced today that they are going to support the Senecal Air Show in Belgium digitally. And uh, the, the interesting thing about the Belgium Air Show is not only is it a family atmosphere and, and families basically that come together to put this event on, uh, but it's supported and, and it's been very um, innovative in its emergency response and how closely it works with all the healthcare workers and stuff within the community there at Santa Call. And they've been uh, worked very hard, as have all the frontline workers around the world through this uh, pandemic. And they're going to honor them with this show September 11th digitally, another online air show. And the Red Arrows uh, were the first to announce. They're the first in. And that's been some good news. Martin Pert did the uh, announcement uh, digitally this morning. And, and there you have prop wash, save for what should have been the headline. And I think we'll leave that with our guests too, Matt, because uh, the air show season begins as things slowly start to pick up again. July the 4th, uh, what looks like is going to be the first air show since all of this happened. And uh, I'll let you do the introductions from here, gentlemen. Well, thanks, Rick. Yeah, we do. We do have a big guest today, Randy W. Ball, uh, joining us now from uh, down in Texas. I'm calling Randy. Let's just see. Please tell me the W is Wilbur. Answers. I, 
I was thinking the same thing and wondering about that. I've never asked him. Let's ask him. Hey, Randy, it's Matt, Rick, and Rob. You're on the air. Uh, What does the W stand for? I was guessing Wayne, Rob, and Rick are hoping for Wilbur. Well, it could be Wilbur, but you're right, it's Wayne. Is it really? I I mean, no Texan would would not want to go without the name Wayne in the middle of the I can't tell you disappointment that is weighing on me right now i just <laughs> i'm so hoping it was with her i don't know is it john wayne thing or what it was but uh my dad's middle name is wayne as well so i guess that's you know i'm stuck with it i like it randy wayne that's that that has a nice ring to it especially for the cedar creek air show fans uh that are that are looking forward to this big event that you've got coming up here uh this summer and, and tell us about it because this is big news kind of the first out of the gate I am so I'm so excited. I, I, yeah, I couldn't be more excited if I was twins. Um, tremendous amount of, uh, of, uh, of uh, excitement, both from the performer standpoint and from the community standpoint, that we didn't cancel the show. Um, we've had uh, new sponsors call us that want to get involved with something that you know helps the community and spend stuff time with the community. Um, the show, oh, show I started 15 years ago, and about 12 years ago I started a foundation called. Uh, Cedar Creek Veterans Foundation that raises money for uh, a number of military charities. And we just, last summer, we just topped 300000 that we'd given away. We have no paid staff, and it's always been kind of a community air show over a, a lake southeast of Dallas, over Cedar Creek Lake, um, that we stayed from Athens, Texas, and Tyler, Texas, at the Ham Air Museum in, in Tyler. This year, though, I, uh, I felt like as a performer that most of us as aerobatic performers get our get our credentials kind of reviewed and looked over during the current calendar year for air shows for the following year. And with the lack of air shows, that is getting to be a increasingly uh, daunting task. So, and for a jet guy like myself, that's an expensive task. If I got to fly a jet somewhere to get uh, to have an evaluation done, where because I can't get it done at a, at a show. So I thought if I'm in that state situation that a lot of other people may be as well a lot of other of our uh, air show family so i put it out that uh, i would expand the uh, hours of the show and anybody that would want to come let me know and if there was enough interest i would try to get aces which stands for aerobatic competency evaluator to attend as well and uh, we just see how much we could do and there's been so much <laughs> so much interest that uh i think monday we went over 31 aircraft that are going to fly in this air show not counting military. That's just civilian. <laughs> wow. Um, I just talked so, to Rob so, Holler last night. So this is night. now a week-long event, right? Yeah. It's now a week-long <laughs> event. Well, we always were like a 6.30 to uh, 9.30 p.m. And, of course, and then fireworks. And in this latitude, that gets you to just about 20 minutes past dark. So the last act being myself or maybe Aeroshell or Matt Yonkin or something like that to finish the show up. Uh, and then there'd be fireworks. Well, this year I got with Royce and I said, look, this is getting out of hand. Let's talk to the FAA and see if we can expand the hours. So we start on Saturday at noon now and go to 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my gosh. So we, so we added six <laughs> more hours of wavered airspace on Saturday. And then as a result of the military wanting to come at, in larger numbers than, than normal, um, we've added a Friday, uh, 6 to <laughs> six to 10. So, so – we're going to have a big air show. No kidding. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is how, how this is being done is that it's uh, built in to be socially distant because it's out over the water, right, Randy? Yeah. it's um, 
typically, uh, average year, we have about um, 7,500 to 9,500 people that watch from the shore uh, spread out, you know, over considerable distance on multiple shorelines. Uh, and then we have three to 400 boats. I had a two-hour meeting yesterday with first responders and the sheriff's department and the game warden and the DPS and the two, three different fire departments, et cetera, on the planning stages, who are all, by the way, so excited that, they're, that there's actually an event going to happen and not cancel. Um, I got volunteers running out my ears. But um, they're estimating this year 600-plus boats. Oh, my. So a, a we're probably total. looking at 30,000 people attending the show spread out over square miles of water. Wow. <laughs> and again, the air box, the box will be very easy to see from the yeah. air. That's right. Well, I was talking with one of the military demo guys yesterday, and he said, well, how do you know, you know, kind of going over some of the, demo, the geographics of it and so forth. And I said, look, from 10 miles out, you'll see the box outlined as if it was like you took a piece of notebook paper, put it in the water and spray painted around it and then picked it up. It'll be so obvious from with half that many boats, it's clearly defined. But with that many boats, you'll be able to see a yeah. face. So I can't get past this like 12 hour air show that you're having. And <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about poor, poor announcer. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like this <laughs> poor guy. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, and I tell Royce, I said, you know, uh, you might want to get some help up there because you know, that's a lot of hours to be air bossing up there. Yeah. Um, so, yes. but we may, we, you know, we may not use all of it. The idea is that you know, this air show is different than most because most air shows have a defined starting point and then they finish it whenever they finish. But in this, in this case, we always try to end at fireworks. So we build our show backwards. So if we have a, a mechanical the day of the show or a no show or, or that kind of thing, once we know our final, final airplane count the morning of, then we do our final um, lineup. So we may end up starting at two or three in the afternoon. We may not need that entire um, time all the way back to, to uh, noon. But once we explained what, what I was trying to accomplish for so many other performers, uh, I got a lot of help from you know, the FA and others that gave us a lot, you know, extra, extra time, pretty much all the time we wanted um, to do the show. Man alive. I mean, still three o'clock till 10 o'clock though. <laughs> I mean, Hey, that's a long time. Rob Rob has just finished combing his hair at that point. And well, then, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's right. And and we and, and the only thing I can think of that that reaches that is Miramar, Matt. Yeah, that would be a two flight suit day for you, I think. Yeah. You would have you would have yeah. a, a costume change midway through, I think. <laughs> that show. I, I, you know, the and second it, thing is, is I'm so excited just to see air show people again. Right. I mean, as a performer, I do about 23, 24 weekends on probably 15, 16 states, plus an occasional Canadian show every year, have for decades. And I am just, you know, feeling like I need to spend some time with some air show folks and now, some airplanes. So. Randy, here's the other part of that equation is is the, I mean, not that this is a, ever a big deal with air show people, but I'm guessing there's going to be some type of after party. Well, we're, we're officially calling it a safety stand down. Okay. I have leased basically... Uh, <laughs> I have leased half of the parking lot behind the Marriott, where we're now occupying three full floors of airshow people, and the pool. And the pool. And I can't say what people are bringing or not bringing or that sort of stuff to the safety stand down, but um, 
Matt Yakin informs me that he has a significant number of lawn chairs, et cetera, all packed up and ready to go. <laughs> and cigars. And just cigars. don't let him just don't let him bring the trombone. That's all I'd that's say. Right. Oh no, that's that's that that that, that yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's going to be a heck of a safety stand down. That's for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a great safety stand down. I can't wait. And this is a, this has been a charity event, as you mentioned, over the years and, and remains again. So the charity may do very well from this. The charity may do great. Um, and I'm hoping it does fantastic. We have no, you know, when I started this show, it was a show of me. Um, I got the waiver and performed uh, just solo. Um, did that the first two years. And the third year, I added Jan Calmer and the Trojan Flyers and some other. Uh, I think uh, uh, Jenkins with the B twenty B twenty five Devil Dog and a couple others local, um, and then the year after that I added Tora Tora Tora, and I mean it really started taking off. And about that time I I with help of neighbors and attorneys and so forth formed a um, I knew the Fishers um, way back when that started the Fisher House for uh, kind of like a Ronald McDonald House around military uh, hospitals, and I knew that was a really really good cause, so I ask the neighbors if they would uh, contribute not only to pay for the show, but to pay for uh, raising money for that charity. And we raised, I think, about twenty-five or 30000 that year. Since then, the Cedar Creek Veterans Foundation has morphed into not only the air show, but we do a, uh, a, a pro golf am and we do a uh, uh, fishing tournament on the lake. So we have three major events a year now, by, by far the largest, of course, being the air show. In fact, the county that it's in is now the – claims it's now the largest outdoor event in the entire for the entire year um so um who would have thought it yeah in the lake over the lake on the lake you've got it covered we're, my friend we're, we're about <laughs> 75 we're about 75 miles well drive time we're about 55 miles from downtown dallas so we have an enormous amount of pull from the dallas Fort area not only just east texas athens tyler area but in the in east texas and then we do a ground show or a ground uh, uh, exhibit at the Air Museum, the Tyler, the Ham Air Museum in Tyler on the ramp. Um, that's going to be somewhat limited this year, but it's still going to go. Uh, so people will be able to come out and wander around the airplanes, watch them come and go. Um, but unfortunately, that you can't do both at this type of venue because the box is 40 miles from the airport. So Matt kind of got to pick what you want to do. Yeah, Randy, Matt t touched on something in our last uh, podcast that's so important. You mentioned the museum and the museums are going to be so hard hit this year uh, because of all of the restrictions of COVID-19. So it's important to remember your local aviation museum and support them if you can, especially uh, when they do their online campaigns and stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. This air museum was closed <clears throat> except for the maintenance hangar for about two and a half months. And we're still not open uh, every day. We're open, I think, Thursday, Friday, Saturday now instead of, our, instead of every day. Um, and it's a very under, it's an incredible museum. If you're off I-20 I driving through uh, Northeast Texas, it is probably one of the best museums in this whole area. Uh, it has a lot of, lot of love and care went into the building of the museum and they've been hit hard because of the, you know, they've had the doors closed and no one's been touring the museum. That's their primary means of uh, revenue. So I'm hoping a lot of the area comes out, uh, on the week, on the 4th of July weekend, and um, hangs out and watches airplanes go and come. 
Randy, you were talking to me uh, when you mentioned to me yesterday on the phone that you have some huge logistical issues. Uh, one of those is uh, a, a huge amount of fuel that you've got to provide for for uh, the ground show airplanes as well as the uh, civilian performers. Tell us about that. Well, if, if we if, if the travel restrictions are lifted and we get the, the military support that we hope to get, uh, that's going to add about uh, 350,000 pounds of fuel. Uh, to our normal fuel budget, and and as you guys all know, because you do lots of shows, you usually only have one or maybe two civilian jets at an air show. We have five coming to this air show uh, currently. Um, we have B-17s, we have multiple B-25s, we have A-26s, we have multiple P-51s, uh, some of which are aerobatic that want to get their uh, evaluation done. So... <laughs> We're we're having meetings and more meetings with the F, the two FBOs on the field about bringing and staging a couple of extra semis loads full of fuel more than they would ever normally you know supply at this small town show, um, which is great. It's good for their economy. It's good for their business too because their business has been hit hard. So uh, this is a this is a really cool thing for a, on a lot of levels. Uh, there's a, all the com- community support that goes into that. You know, there's more people that want to come out and that I think kind of just gets everything back open. The back energized the, um, some of you have done shows down the South where the CF has the marshalers, the guys in the orange shirts, you know, that marshal airplanes, so forth. Marty, uh, that runs that for me every year, uh, usually has two or three volunteers. And I think this year he had like 16 people that wanted to come. So, so they haven't been to an air show yet. So they said, look, we'll buy our own hotel rooms. You don't have to do that. We'll just go to that after. We'll help you on the ramp, and then we'll go to that after after show uh, safety stand down and hang out. You know? So, um, uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think what we're going to end up having to do is bring in three additional fuel trucks to make this work. <laughs> Randy, we're really proud of you on this, man, wow. because uh, you, as, a, as a performer, as a jet performer who uh, gets a, a lot of attention no matter where you fly uh, because of your talent, your capabilities, and the very, very unique F uh, MIG, that you, a 17F that you fly. But as an organizer, you have taken on uh, a lot of uh, additional roles uh, that the normal performer doesn't have to do, and that puts you in a unique position in terms of influence in the business and Thanks so much. And the way you worked it with the FAA is phenomenal as well, Randy. Well, I mean, it takes a team. You know, there's just no way that a, that a um, show of this scope can go. Lynn Thomas is our new uh, president and director for uh, the Cedar Creek Veterans Foundation, and she is doing a phenomenal job. I don't think she sleeps right now. I think she is working 18-hour days to, to keep up with this stuff. And the spreadsheet changes daily. Like I said, Rob Holland and I spoke last night about him coming down and both doing evaluations and flying the show because he hasn't done a show this whole year. And he's our, you know, he's a reigning uh, 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 champion aerobatic performer in the United States. Um, so I said, well, come on, I've got time. Make room for you, too. So uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to add probably another four or five before the, before the end of the uh, month to the show. So I think when we're all said and done, including Milker, we're going to fly 40 aircraft in fly 40 aircraft in the show not have them on Saturday display but fly 40 aircraft in the show so by plane well, count it's going to be a huge show um, admire the the amount of work that this has taken because you're not only dealing as, as Rob pointed out the FAA you're dealing with the fuel and the logistics and uh, just the organization but you're also dealing with the health of health officials who have approved all of this haven't they a long list <laughs> a long long list um, but you know, it's, uh, it's a labor of love, you know, this is, 
you know, I started working air show. They did my first air show in Arlington, Texas, um, in 1982. And I had the great job, the satisfactory job of picking up the trash. Uh, but I was a high school kid and, you know, it, the, the, the die was set. And as soon as I could start flying, I, I did. And, and I, so as a performer, this was supposed to be my 30th year as a, as a solo performer. And I flew World War II stuff before that and worked on stuff. I'm also an aircraft mechanic. So do rest, aircraft restoration in my spare time. Um, but um, the logistics of this show, if you really start dealing into it, some of them are years are worse than others, but we have staged out of as many as five airports in three states to fly the show in the past. And this year we'll be staging out of as many as three airports in two states. So it's a, from a pilot standpoint, it's also challenging because if you're coming, we're going to stage a lot of the smaller airplanes like Jackie B and some of the other um Aerobatic airplanes, small aerobatic airplanes in Athens, Texas, after the brief, so they can be closer to the box with a limited fuel. Warbirds and jets will be mostly out of Tyler, but we may have some airplanes coming off a military base out of state. So, but everybody has to be on time, on target. And to put that in logistics, into focus, if, like, for example, myself in the MIG, when I get to the show box, since it's so far away from me, I'm fuel critical. I do my maneuvers and I'm out of there, period. So the guy in front of me has already got to be finished. I can't wait. I mean, the timing has got to be so that when I get there, I can go straight into my routine. And a lot of the aerobatic people like uh, Rob Holland and Jackie B, those, those kind of airplanes, are going to be in the same situation. Versus uh, B-25s, when they get there, they've got enough fuel to hold if the act in front of them is running a little long or didn't get into the box early. So, And then we have corridors up and down the interstates where we fly airplanes into the box and out of the box to deconflict. So. You know, of course, this has been developed. I developed this, and, and Russell felt Russell Royce has helped me develop this over, you know, a decade now. But um, it's kind of a complex air, air show to run from a many many different perspectives. I hope they're recording the radio because I want to hear Ralph in like hour ten. I hear, <laughs> he's just going to be so polite, <laughs> so well, cordial. Russell, <laughs> will Will Russell, given the length of this show, I guess Russell will bring Ralph in, huh? I would, assume. I, I would hope. I hope so. I, I haven't talked to uh, Ralph uh, in, a, in, a few, in a few weeks, but I'm going to probably ping him again and say, you know, come on up and at least sit in the shade tree and drink some lemonade and watch Russell out there. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, Russell's Nancy, an Iron Man, though. <laughs> Russell, can yeah. Do see, it. Nancy has sent me several texts over the last month uh, that go along the lines of, "For the love of God, will someone find him work and get him out of the house?" <laughs> she'll, she'll pay. <laughs> Well, I'll call Nancy then, and uh, that's the way I wrap it up. There you that's go. Right. There you go. <laughs> Done. Russell, R R Russell and, uh, and, uh, and Ralph have, have done the show jointly several different, several different times. But there's one other facet that I worked on, and you guys with your podcast and your broadcast experience uh, may, take this, uh, may appreciate this more than most. Um, several years ago, when I, well, probably a decade ago, when I first had Torah, 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 I was trying to come up with a way both, both for for people like in boats and on the other side of the lake and so forth to know that we're a charity and to donate money. But I was also coming up with a way of how do you, how do they hear the narrator? If, you know, Rob got his hair combed in time and got out there to talk, how would somebody on, out in a boat, you know, a mile away, hear the narration? So we, we, we partnered with a, a radio station. And so they've got FM and AM and we're going to live broadcast just like a, just like a college football game, the entire show. So it doesn't matter where you are in the lake or on the shore, you can tune in and listen to the broad, the uh, narration from the from the uh, announcer live. That also kind of gives us a unique ability to add bring in more sponsors because then by having the 
uh, a, a live radio broadcast that entire time, that means if we have a gap in the show, we can run a commercial. Yep, that's perfect. And that's, uh, uh, let me tell you, as a guy that came out of radio, uh, these days they will welcome any original content for their weekend <laughs> programming. That's right. It <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Oh, this is about our eighth year, I think, to have them broadcast the show live. Um, I don't think they were quite prepared for the length of the broadcast this time, but because um, they have live DJs and so forth up on the uh, up on the stand with Russell the whole time. So, oh, so there you go. those those poor poor unfortunate <laughs> souls as they well the stand the, the stand is kind of busy because you know we have our I coast guards and and our law enforcement up there so that if Russell has a problem he can call. We have divers and boats sitting out in the in the box the entire time. That's uh, great. That transfer to a helicopter if we have a mayday. So the complexity of, you know, doing it over water and keeping everybody safe is, like I said, it takes a big team. There are a lot of people that are giving of their time and their money and energy that make this work. The Tolstoy of air shows, Randy, that is what you have become with this. <laughs> the longest you guys should all just get in the airplane and come. <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I'm half It'd tempted. It's party. only about a fun. It's only about a five-hour flight for me. One fuel stop. Where I'm from, I'm looking at a 14-day quarantine. If That's I right. <laughs> but think of the turtles, Rick. Think of the turtles. I mean, come on. And, and, no, one, and no one to look after them. <laughs> That's right. No. Oh, my well, goodness. would love to have all you guys the- all come. That'd be great. Well, you're very kind, Randy. Well, thank you for coming on today. And uh, I, exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing Randy. you. No Randy Ball stories. We don't have time for that. We'll have to have him on again because he's got some of the best. <laughs> he does. I'll tell you. And and that, it'll, I know it'll never see the light of day, but the video that Russell took of your pass is by far the coolest air show pass video I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Hands down, the coolest pass I've ever seen in my life. I mean, yeah, that that's is... Another- That'll be a story for a different show. That'd be a story for That's a different nice. show. Is but that, those are the best. Randy W. Ball, thanks for coming on with us. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. All if right. you want to follow us, uh, you know, like I said on on the uh, radio down here, or uh, we'll we'll do video for my my fan page, Randy W. Period or Dot Ball on the Facebook. We're going to post a lot of video from over the water for the show. So if you can't get, if you're listening to the podcast and you can't get down here, uh, by all means, uh, there's a couple of different ways of of participating or, or at least getting to see hey, what Rand- like. Randy, I do have a question. Is either of the AM, uh, does either the AM or the FM station also stream their signal? We So we literally might be able to at least tune in and listen to what's going on? Yes. Yes. The FM station does stream the signal. Um, and what station is that? It's out of Malakoff, Athens, Texas. I'm going to have to probably get back to you. After, the, after we're off the air, because I don't know the name of it off the head. We will share it on the Facebook page, for we'll sure. We'll share that information, yeah, on the Facebook page, because I, I want to listen in just to hear Ralph in the background going, no joy, no joy, no joy. on the table. <laughs> Randy, if after you get off, if after you get off the, the phone here and you find that, text me with it, and if, if we're not off the uh, finished with the episode here, uh, we'll get it on uh, the end of this episode as well as on the page. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Thanks, partner. Thanks again, Randy. Randy W. Ball, everybody, in the Cedar Creek Air Show. You can find it July 4th down there just outside of Dallas in Cedar Creek Lake. Randy, thanks for coming on. We'll talk soon. You bet. Love you guys. Hope to see you soon. Talk to you later. Thanks, man. Well, there you go. The show of shows. I mean, how do you you top that? 
<laughs> those poor, those poor radio announcers. Uh, oh, we should, we should send them a care package. Yes, we really should. That's sunscreen. Yes, lip balm, a large hat, That's UV right. protection, sunglasses, and ear <laughs> ear plugs if they're working that close to Ralph. Oh my Russell's, goodness, Russell's <laughs> pretty. <laughs> Russell's. Just he's they're both very, very good father and son team, but they're very, very different characters. Very different. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a fun show. And I'll tell you what, the folks who go down there are gonna see something. Truly a labor of love for everybody involved. That's the cool thing. A yeah. lot of these folks are just showing up to do it. And uh, 30 30 something performers, forty wow. airplanes, he said, I think. Yeah, I mean yeah. And counting. And counting. And he's talking about even bringing a C-17 in for one of the ground things, and that's going to cost him like 24,000 gallons of fuel just for that. Yeah, they, they're going to set a record, I think, for a, a two-day show on fuel. I don't know how the KC-135 works on the ground, but it, can they actually pump fuel yeah, into the... just <laughs> bring one in. On the, on the ramp. Oh, my goodness. You know what else is going to be... I mean, not that this is a big deal, but... Uh, <laughs> But think of the amount of beer that is going to be consumed on that lake. I would venture to think there would be almost as much beer on top of the lake as there is water in the lake for an air show of that length. Well, well I'm look- thinking, now I'm thinking of water levels. This may not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see it now. The amount of beer, the, the greatest amount of beer will be delineated by how straight the line is around the box. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's going to be We're a heck of a show. By the way, folks, not the pilot. That's right. <laughs> All right. Just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a fun event down there in Cedar Creek. Randy W. Ball, our guest today. Wow. And uh, it's time to go, guys. We've, we've burned up a half hour. We'll be back next week. I don't know. Who do we have next week? Anybody? McLaren. We're going to McLaren. As, uh, right. he is, I told him, if we give you a month to sleep, will you be awake at 10 o'clock in the morning for a recording? Yes. And his answer was very, is, it was, it was um, I feel confident. His answer was, I'll try. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll see if Dano shows up next week. That's how we'll do it. There you go. It's, the, it's another Melby. In the making, that's for sure. Yes, indeed. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk real soon. Uh, Enjoyed it. All right. So long for now. My God. Still not be over. I may may be able to do this. (laughs) I love that you had to make sure to get in the fact that the beer was for the spectators. That, I think, is my favorite line. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. About this bird that's out by my feeder? No. <laughs> Woke up this morning and the squirrel said totally de- decimated the feeder.